Thanks for listening to the Best of Coast to Coast podcast. And if you want to hear more than just this highlight from the show, become a Coast Insider and you can listen to the complete program, plus recent episodes about out-of-body experiences, the scientific search for extraterrestrial life, and biblical prophecies, which may have foretold our current state of global turmoil. So head on over to coasttocoastam.com and sign up for Coast Insider to catch up on what you may have missed from coast to coast. Now here's a highlight from Coast to Coast AM on iHeartRadio. Actually, before we do run out of time, let's let's talk about Bluebeam. Uh, I was yeah, waiting yeah. for somebody to bring that up. That is the one uh, scenario that I think all of yeah. us could understand, and it would make sense if it did actually play out. Yeah, uh, it's funny because, I mean, I've researched UFOs for many years, and uh, we're on coast-to-coast. A lot of people are familiar with Project Blue Beam. I'm not a believer in the Blue Beam scenario, so I'm just going to put that right out there. But essentially, the Blue Beam idea is one in which uh, you'd have a artificially created, like, holographic display, for example, of UFOs, or some kind of fake alien invasion that would then scare the bejesus out of people and make them voluntarily hand over their rights, presumably to a, the New World Order and, and it's global fascism, end of story. So the uh, I researched the origins of the Blue Beam idea. It actually goes back to 1994 to a man named Serge Monast, who was a Canadian from Quebec. And he had, uh, this is basically pre-internet, you know, and he said he'd learned about it through a connection at NASA. He said NASA and the United Nations were working together to implement a New Age religion and start a new world order with the Antichrist uh, at its head, and Blue Beam was that their plan. And he, he really worked this out, and um, creating artificial earthquakes uh, or artificially creating earthquakes at precise locations to uncover supposedly archaeological evidence that would be used to discredit religious doctrines. I don't know what this man was thinking, how he supposedly was going to make that happen, or how that was going to happen. Then there'd be a huge space show, holograms, sounds, uh, depending on your culture and religion, that would signify the appearance of uh, like the second coming, the fake second coming. So in other words, in Monast's uh, original conception of Bluebeam, it was primarily a religious thing. It was He was very much, uh, I get the idea, he was very much a religious fundamentalist Christian fundamentalist. And so Bluebeam, as he conceived it, was primarily like, here's the Antichrist. All right. So after uh, that didn't happen in 2000, because everyone was expecting it to happen, it, it then went through a morph, a kind of morphing into an alien invasion scenario. But um, I guess I just want to point out to people that the origin of this very sketchy series of ideas from a guy that... Um, there's really no evidence that he had any connections whatsoever. He never seemed to have left his uh, his region of Quebec. I don't know who he's talking to, how he got his information. Um, I just never found anything to credit. Plus, the logic of Blue Beam has always escaped me. Uh, first of all, if we're worried about global fascism, I've got news for you. It's already been happening. And we don't need a fake alien invasion for people to hand over their rights to their government because it's been going on for the past many generations now. Um, and secondly, the logistics of a blue beam have always boggled my mind. I mean, 9-11 was tough enough, but a fake alien invasion, you not only have uh, a skeptical scientific community out there, you've got a, a scientific community that is positively hostile 
to the idea of UFOs and aliens. And so I don't know how governments and intelligence agencies assume they're going to deal with a global scientific community that's going to be a lot more um, critically minded on this than even they, you know, they would be on 9-11, and they certainly were not on 9-11. But uh, with the alien invasion, no, this is too big, in my opinion. It's too much to ask. Um, well, what about so the I'm opposite of that? What about the opposite of Bluebeam, which is what if uh, they were reporting uh, a craft that was approaching Earth and was going to be here in two years? Something that you couldn't see, you couldn't touch, unless you had uh, some pretty fantastic equipment to observe it. Um, is that is that possible? Kind of like the way that sure. you know Reagan suggested it. Yeah, it could be possible. Um, the only problem with that, again, this is just me trying to think this through, just like anyone else, is if they do that, they're, they're going to be very, very hard pressed to be to keep denying the reality of UFOs in general. This is the thing, like, you start, you open that door to an alien invasion in any form whatsoever, and I think it's going to be very, very difficult for them to say, oh, yeah, well, all those other UFO reports, those are all nonsense, there's no evidence that we've been looking into it. And so the the problem they have for the UFO phenomenon isn't even that aliens or extraterrestrials may be here, it's that our government's been lying about it now for over 70 years, and there's going to be held to pay one day when this comes out because an entire secret infrastructure has developed globally as a result of this reality. It has completely turned our world upside down, inside out, in a, into a series of, of uh, intricate lies. So, uh, and there's a lot of guilty parties here, and it's very highly classified stuff. So I think opening up any kind of door for an alien invasion is, is a risky business. There's been a tremendous amount of deception by the U.S. government and its vassal states, that is every other government practically, uh, on UFOs. I mean, they're always lying about UFOs, without a doubt. Um, Wait, do you remember last year, well, last year at Contact in the Desert, when they did the uh, Close Encounters uh, presentation, often in the desert, about a quarter mile of away, they uh, they had a hologram uh, of, of a saucer land in the desert. Now, I have to tell you, what went through my mind, it was cool, mm-hmm. it was fun to watch, but this is what I was thinking, Richard. Anybody taking a picture of this and posting this online would be as convincing as anything because it was a hologram. It was a real UFO, right, right, exactly. and it was pretty amazing to see, and I thought to myself, this technology is actually simple and here and very convincing. It was amazing to right. watch. I, I saw that, that as well, and I agree with you. Uh, well, this is a difficulty for UFO investigation in our era now. It's very difficult because all kinds of off-the-shelf technologies exist to create what appear to be UFOs. It's very, very tough, and um, I do not envy uh, those people who really want to do the boots-on-the-ground investigations of these reports. It's tough stuff. Um, but I do believe that there could be a UFO-related false flag. Uh, I don't. I'm not a believer in the blue beam scenario, but I do think that disclosure itself, um, if there were to be a disclosure, that that could be a kind of false flag in the sense of, um, I, I've never been, I mean, I've written a book on the idea of disclosure, but I'm, I'm not a believer that disclosure will be a voluntarily truthful 
sort of thing. And and my uh, vision of how the U.S. Uh, intelligence community has UFO data is that it's this enormous mountain of data. So if they're ever in a position like where they're forced to acknowledge the reality of UFOs, my assumption is that they're going to take one sliver of that data, real information, but only a sliver, so that they'll be able to spin that information in the way that they want to promote the agenda that they want to. Like I, I foresee the uh, U.S. power structure as never, ever voluntarily giving up its uh, its power and its secrecy. So it it will give up a sliver of the secret if it needs to. And I would assume they would uh, spin it in such a way as to maximize fear so that it's, the public is still manageable but runs to them for protection. Uh, that would be my assumption is how they would spin the UFO data. But I do I see disclosure as a possible false flag, but not, not really blue beam. Listen to more Coast to Coast AM every weeknight at 1 a.m. Eastern and go to coasttocoastam.com for more.